Hello and welcome to Podcast of Vito, a Big Brother podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and joining me as always for yet another season are my brothers, Terrence hey. and, and Owen. <laughs> howdy, howdy. If you're new to the podcast, we recap, discuss, and analyze every episode of Big Brother. What season are we on? 23? 23. Big Brother season 23. Man, the timing. What, like, we didn't miss a day. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I found it difficult to remember what the number was for this season. Me because too. I only referred to last year as All-Stars. Yeah, me too. A um, little housekeeping right off the bat. This year, we're going to do one episode a week. Most likely. Most anyway. likely. That's what it's looking like. Um, and, you know, we're doing this one on Monday because of the way things sh- shook out where... We didn't really get all that much from the first episode aside from the introduction videos, but we'll probably do Friday morning. Yes. And also for this episode specifically, it's going to be split up in two because this is the trio right now and we're discussing the premiere and all the house guests coming in. But Terrence will have to leave us after the Sunday episode and me and Brendan are going to recap then. Never to return. I can't wait to <laughs> the way you it. said that. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, let's get right into it with the recap segment of the show. Hashtag, but first. So let's get right into it. Um, we're going to start with Travis. He's from Hawaii. I have here that he's uh, changed his mindset into a grind set, and he's making deals at 4 a.m. on the beach. Oh, Owen's got like a full bio pulled up. The words that describe him are rambunctious, curious, and strong-willed. <laughs> um, he's actually he's from Austin, Texas, and actually went to UT. So I think he's at least legitimately smart. Yeah, I think something that we're going to notice, or at least I seem to notice, I think there's like a lot of brainiacs this season. Yeah, I th- I think the theme of the season was young, motivated people. Yeah, and we always talk about what would be like our ideal seasons and a season with a lot of people who are actually really intelligent. I'm curious to see how it plays out. And maybe it's not just focused on like brawn. It's more. Yeah. Yeah. There is a little bit of going by the tropes, a little bit of Tyler potential as he's going in, leaning into the surfer bro mentality. But as we know, all the time he's cranking out deals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So (laughs) that's the perfect thing for big brother. Yeah, he reminds me a little bit of when he was talking like that. I I mentioned the challenge all the time, and you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. But I'm going to mention it because you know, check out Paramount Plus, new home of the challenge. But um, and Big Brother and Big Brother, yeah, it's not good, dude. This is our bread and butter. You can't talk about <laughs> Paramount. It's not Plus a good like app. That. It's not a good app. Um, anyway, uh, there's this famous character named Wes, and he's just like one of these dudes who's like grind set type guy. Mm-hmm. And in one of his like famous arguments that he had, he bragged about how he owned 40 companies <laughs> and a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first thing I thought of when Travis was talking about making deals at 4 a.m. Well, then yeah, I, not on the waves. I love that. That's always how it is where it's like, oh, uh, yeah, you know, I surf a lot, but, you know, don't be fooled. I'm up at 4 a.m. making deals. It's, well, you know what? He might actually be because he's in Hawaii. True. Yeah, well, he would ha- true. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, there's nothing special about that. Anyone who has a mainland job has to be up early in Hawaii. I'm yeah. awaiting, you know, around the time of like BB30, just scrolling through Big Brother Twitter and seeing like Travis got his monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. History repeats Oof. itself. This, co- this coffee is rough. Yeah. We, we got, got rough coffees before rough the coffee. show. 
But I mean, I need it. I need it. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> Derek Frazier, son of Smoking Joe Frazier, is that his nickname? Yeah. Um, uh, a boxing legend that I know nothing about. Um, he's from Philadelphia, and he's uh, seems like a, a bubbly guy. Yeah. He was talking about how outgoing he was. Um, he is a gay man. Talks about his size openly. Seems like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he seems interesting. And I was like really thrown off by him being Joe Frazier's son because Joe Frazier was born in the 40s. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, he seems really uh, rambunctious. Like, I think that would be a better word for him than Travis, to be honest with you. Um, but I think he's going to be really good in the social game. Yes. And I could foresee him being around for a long time. Hold on. Hold on. He benches 315, deadlifts 500 pounds, and back squats 520 pounds. That's sick. That's impressive. Three plates on the bench. Yeah. Nice. He's got us beat by about two. Well, (laughs) I believe that in me beat by like an infinite amount. Um but I, I do believe he probably is pretty athletic. I mean, those genes are undeniable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That is true. That so is true. So it's like, you can tell me anything and I believe it. I agree. Who's our next guy His, coming up? Oh, hold on. His favorite past moment on Big Brother was when Dick and Jen got into a heated argument and threw out all his cigarettes. I don't remember that. Was that Jen City? Um, No. Jen City was a Dan season, I think. Well, Dick would have been... Either. Oh no, Jen. Jen was um basically back old school Big Brother the way they framed it. Like she was basically like bimbo girl. <laughs> oh, I, I don't remember that. Oh, well. what does it say? His strategy for winning the game is. Um, I'm not seeing it on the scroll document. down a little. Oh, bit. try to get to know everyone at a personal level so they never put me on the block. I will get everyone to do my dirty work because I'm good at being a leader. <laughs> That's what everyone says. So <laughs> everyone's strategy is like, oh, I'm just going to have everyone else do my dirty work. But for me. I think that could work for him because if people are playing stereotypes, they're they're going to not target someone who isn't as obviously athletic. I hope he does not reveal who he is mm-hmm. because the right person would take that and say, okay, well, that's a that's threatening in a way. Other reminder. Yeah. Other reminder of who Jen was when she saw her photo on the wall. She cried because of how bad she thought it was. That's like the <laughs> the Jen moment. That's Not like famous. That. Yeah. All right. So next up, uh, an interesting house guest. We got Frenchie, who is kind of like the the redneck character of this season. Yeah, the redneck stereotype, which is a um, a recurring trope in Big Brother. Every like few seasons, um, he is thirty four years old. He's a father. And I believe he was in the military. Seems to have his shit together. Um, seems to be like someone who might be a legit competitor this season. And also seems like someone who could have a good social game because he seemed to like get along with people right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed with him even from his opening intro. But before we get into the episode to talk about how things played out, he, I don't know, there, there is a quality to him that I think really bodes well for him long term. Mm-hmm. And... I loved that, what did he say? He takes a notebook each year and writes down what he would have done in each situation. What? I missed yeah. that. 
which I thought was cool. We got to get him on the pod one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an, I'm not a notes guy, as you all know. No. Now, here's a crazy thing about him. His favorite moment from the game is Dan's funeral, of course, but it was on his daughter's birthday. <laughs> My daughter's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Stars are aligning. <laughs> what, did she release t-shirts that said something like that? Because I Rockstar's need one. done a lot of stuff. She has an OnlyFans. Yeah, I... <laughs> I don't have any words. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's she's milked this whole thing for all it's worth. He won the punt, pass, and kick competition when he was 13. Wow. That's wild. Um, <laughs> Sad note on him. Apparently, he had a son that passed away. Uh, That's very sad. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny that he wore waders to the first day. Is that what those are called? Yeah. I also love that he was tatted up, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm getting uh, a season that I didn't watch, but I saw bits and pieces of. He's he's the beast mode cowboy of this year. I thought about that. Like, he's the guy who you first look at him and you think Donnie. But then he ends up being more like beast mode cowboy. Okay. So, next up we have Xavier, uh, an attorney from Michigan who is pretending to be a bartender. That was another thing I noticed. Everyone lied about what they do. Even well, because people- everyone's smart. Yeah, but I mean... No, I mean, like, they have smart jobs. Sure, yeah. Um, I thought he went a little bit too far in one direction. I don't think he passes as a bartender whatsoever. Uh, What makes someone pass as a bartender as opposed to not? I feel like a bartender can be anybody. He comes across very reserved and polished and not super sociable. Uh, Interesting. I think he might be sociable. I'm not saying he's not, like, socially competent he just seems more buttoned up whereas That's a bartender right. would be someone who's very open i get what you're saying um and i don't have much on him here. he uh was a former college basketball player oh yeah yeah i wonder who would win uh give him one-on-one him or swaggy p or c <laughs> swaggy, swaggy c, c. <laughs> um i'm i'm putting money on swaggy c but you know maybe oh, xavier I, will show no, i'm putting money on xavier I, yeah, I don't know. They, they've shown people playing basketball before, but rarely is it guys going to the hole as strong as it, he was. It looked like, because he said he got hurt and it basically derailed his career. Whereas Swaggy C, I think, was just a bench guy. Did you take note of what school it was, Terrence? No, this is normally the type of thing that I'm all over, so give me a second. <laughs> What's his last name? Um, Prather, Prather, P-R-A-T-H-E-R. So while you're looking up uh, where he played, I am shocked that there is a lawyer. On this season, I have said in the past on the pod that I didn't think that a lawyer could be on the show because of ethical concerns, and he basically mentioned that. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. Um, ha- have there been any period? I can't think. I of don't one. think so. Yeah, I'd, I don't have. I think there might have been on Survivor. We'll get the stats team on it. I think one of the winners on Survivor might have been. <laughs> um, okay, Spring Arbor University, definitely not D one. So I take it back. I think Swaggy C would beat him. Yeah, Swaggy C was D1. <laughs> um, he has 10 siblings. Oh, wow. Nowadays, that's like kind of rare. Yeah. I, ju- I find it so shocking, the amount of guys that like they play not even Division One and they think they're going to go pro. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah, yeah. but at the same time, if, it happens, if you are like in the gym with a guy who is a college player at any level and you're either playing against them or watching them work out, infinitely better than like your average joe pickup player yeah but that's against us no i know (laughs) but like so you understand why they might be fooled into thinking that they're better than they are yeah what i'm getting that's true that's true 
Well, I'm I'm sort of gonna be rooting for him for. Uh, I I honestly have a good feeling about him. I do. Good too. looking guy. The only thing I'm yes. I am nervous about uh, is if he can be open enough that people like really like him. I I don't get the impression the that only, you're getting that he's the like, only so reason quiet I got that impression talk. is because I saw when he got picked on his team, he didn't hug everyone. Well, COVID. Well, I mean, <laughs> a bartender would be hugging everyone. Right? <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Um, see, these are the things you got to pick up on early on. Fair enough. Uh, next up, we have Aza. I, 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 I don't Aza or Aza? I think, I think it's Aza. I think it's Aza. Okay, that sounds Aza, right. Yeah. But if we're wrong, we will correct. We will correct, yes. Yeah. Um, Aza, oh, what do you got? Um, she is a director of sales operations and describes herself as charismatic, crafty, and clumsy. Oh, and she also Not said... Not beast. <laughs> <laughs> she also said that she's boy crazy, so showmance. I think she jumped off the screen as, like, a big personality. Mm. I think she's going to be really... Um, you know, maybe someone who goes a long way because of that, or, I mean, I suppose it could be taken as a threat, but... Well, another thing I picked up on, because they broke up the play in for the HOH competition. Um Frenchie, I think he picked her for his team. And he was like, oh I gotta pick the queen. So obviously they were talking and already picked up on that because I think she's technically she's a descendant of royalty. Yeah. Um so he already knew that, which would reflect that she is like very sociable. But did she say that in her little snippet? Did they get to see they don't get to see that. Yeah they, no no the snippet like hey watch two snippets and then pick somebody. No, no, no. Um, oh, maybe she did. Yeah, I'm but I figured they probably sure. spoke. Uh, maybe they all sat next to each other. I think she. I think she said it in the the snippet. Mm. Um, I think I I have written down there was something about her being like a pastor's daughter or something. Yeah, I know there's a royalty thing, but also it's like she's like boy crazy, kids, but and he's a pastor. She works in tech. It's so difficult Sick with some of these intros, though. New tech. <laughs> so difficult with some of these intros to assess really anything about them. Well, she did like... say no penis in the house. Oh, she did. Oh, but I thought yeah, she said she big. was boy crazy. Well, yeah, but she has a pastor father. There, there needs oh. to be a balance there. Well, I so mean, no penis in the house. Well, but she could have a showman's and not hook up in the house. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to pull a Matt and Raven. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> You know uh, she was like, you know she was like Mensa, right? Or Jackson Mickey in dance. She was Mensa, <laughs> Mensa in, dance. in dance. Oh, what was your undergrad GPA? Dance. <laughs> that's that's not what a GPA is. Paul was just like, oh, okay, uh, this person's crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's next? We've got Alyssa. Um, she has no poker face. That's the only thing that I picked up from her bio. I did not have like I almost have nothing to say about Alyssa. Yeah, uh, they they gave her kind of like the stereotypical like pretty girl <laughs> intro. <laughs> well, yeah. and she had a very um, like ominous where she was like, "Yeah, I went through some stuff, but yeah, I'm I guess okay. we will find out." Um, you know, another like grind set mindset. You know, yeah. owning a company or something like this swimwear at 24. I wonder if her and Travis like secretly know each other. Because they grind so hard, and that's one of the twists of the season. Yeah, it's possible. Um, that died. You guys totally sold that joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm just like racking my brain for things to say, and 
I really didn't. All I wrote down was she said she doesn't have a poker face. She was featured on a Hooters billboard and taxi top. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like on top. Did she work at Hooters? What? She must have worked, or maybe she got hired to like be a model for Hooters. She was a contractor for Hooters. (laughs) (laughs) You have an independent contractor. Free agent. Um, oh, yeah, but, but she said she was on her own at a young age. So yeah. it was vague past that, but that's that's interesting. I like to hear that, though. I mean, she's got a work ethic. She's independent, yeah. Yeah. A potential comparison who I think had a similar background like that, where she had, uh, I think maybe it was a death in the family when she was young, was, um, what's her name? She married uh, Cody. Cody. Oh, oh Jess. Um, Jess. Jess, yeah. Who could have been good at the game if she didn't uh, line up with Cody? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, totally. And she's actually very active on BB Twitter as someone who pays attention to the game. So Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Got to respect them. <laughs> More active than we are on Twitter <laughs> about the game. I see. Is that, is that still her bio you have up on? Yes, it is. Uh, 10 years of gymnastics. We have a gymnast. Uh, Going to win the wall Endurance comp, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. Taking notes here for our draft later in the episode. Oh, jeez. Whitney. Whitney is a hairstylist. She's the oldest contestant at 40. No. Oh, oh, I got the wrong person. (laughs) Um, But she's 30, right? She's 30. But she's not the oldest because Frenchie's even older than her. Oh, there you go. Uh, She's a hairstylist. She's a mom. And Owen doesn't like her. Oh. Oh, (laughs) She's my least favorite by far that they showed there's no way she's taller than four foot three (laughs) the dress (laughs) she was wearing the dress she was wearing too was like off of britney spears 2011 tour (laughs) (laughs) it it was very britney spears-esque just uh, everything about whitney might be a nice person in real life i would not get along with i have no opinion on (laughs) her what about her makes you say that i just there was just something about her personality that was grating to me and maybe maybe it turns around over the course of the season or maybe i just find the better words to describe why i dislike her throughout the season i will say that the clips of her with her kids seemed very awkward oh she's like with her two kids fixing her top (laughs) it's like uh, interesting (laughs) yeah i have no opinion she's resilient quirky and outgoing though well, once there again, maybe that'll play well. There you go. <laughs> What's great about all these like resumes and like pre-show interviews is like, well, yeah, that's in theory an admirable trait. Let's see what happens. Yeah. She was named after Whitney Houston, but can't sing in real life. <laughs> Let me guess. Her strategy is to get to know people and then have other people do her dirty work. Let's see. <laughs> uh, strategy for winning the game. Each season and cast is so different that it makes it hard to go in with an exact game plan. You really need to get to know the other house guests to know what will work. I do know that I'm going to go into the house as a strong competitor while hopefully not making too many ripples. We love to hear that. No blood on our hands. I also want to uphold my values and create genuine friendships, but winning this game for myself and for my children is my top priority. So that is such a generic statement that it's either like, yeah, that's exactly the right answer, or she just had nothing. To me, that says I basically have no chance of winning. Yeah, it also might mean like I've also never watched the show. It sounds think that like this is the right answer. Oh, that's fair. 
I'm more reading into it is that she'll just be the likable person that doesn't necessarily get out early, but can't win anything. <laughs> or in my case, unlikable. <laughs> <laughs> Am I crazy here, or did they call out anyone specifically as like a BB super fan? This struck me as a cast of people who love the show. Uh, they didn't call out anyone specifically, but it did seem like there was knowledge. I can't point <laughs> to a specific moment. We were saying that this house... A uh, group of house guests seems to be smarter. Uh, the perfect ex- uh, re- proof that they're smarter is that none of them had to say that. Well, the thing that I really don't want to reveal is that I'm a super fan. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dumbest thing that people say every year. Brendan, before the next house guest, I just want to butt in. Did you forget Brittany? Because in the order I have, she should have been up by now. We have, we have. Oh yeah, I, I skipped her. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Brittany. The hometown kid. Yeah. Uh, uh, correction. We do not live in Niagara Falls. But we live in Buffalo. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, That's an important I, caveat. I have to work in Niagara Falls sometimes. So I'm sorry. You know. We could drive to Niagara <laughs> Falls right now in about 10 minutes. Correct. So, yes. <laughs> Valedictorian and you. Yeah. And she uh, does very aggressive karate. Um, kindergarten really teacher. She was like really killing. Was it was. They were kill shots. It wasn't just like, oh, uh, I won honorable match. It was like, now I'm going to punch you in the throat as until many you times. die. Yes. <laughs> She's a kindergarten teacher, which I I feel like she has that type of personality. Oh, oh yeah, completely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, she seems really likable, really nice. Um. And I think it's notable that she is on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. Uh, we've talked about how, I mean, I think in general, this just seems to be a much more diverse cast, but that's something that we've been proponents of. I think every Big Brother fan has been a proponent of for a while now because that's yeah. been the biggest problem with Big Brother. So what I uh, find interesting is, and, and I, I know the general time frame is the reason for this, but you know, this is something that sort of kind of just came out on Ian's second season, right? Oh yeah. So the difference between that and just up front, like, hey, yeah, this is part of my identity. I think that's kind of like it's a good good move in the right direction. I'm really curious to see um, if that affects anything or, or how, how it plays out for her. So here's what's interesting. You mentioned valedictorian at NU. She also won the Niagara Medal, which is voted on by members of the senior class as the individual who represents Niagara University the best. And she was the first individual in the 162-year history of the college that got both the awards dynasty That's sick. yeah but dynasty. you know what she didn't win what the canal cup <laughs> oh griff <laughs> it's coming home <laughs> it's been home um yeah i felt like there was something else i wanted to say but uh she's very energetic yeah uh i was actually having an issue with hearing julia at certain points because she was like freaking out about whatever the reveal was so uh, should be interesting. Yeah. So next up, we've got Kylan. So we went from Owen's least favorite house guest to Owen's favorite house guest. Um, just seems like a really likable guy. He runs non for profits to basically give puppies to all kids. Yeah, and like <laughs> scholarships to children that can't get yeah. them. It's like like the most likable things you could possibly Seriously. do. Yeah. Oh, when. We'll obviously get to the draft later on, but when his clip came up and it was like, uh, I work for getting scholarships to disadvantaged children, it's like, well, how can you not pick this Is guy? Is he your 1-1? One, one? What do you mean? 
Like you're top of the board. One one. Well, I again, it's so hard to assess anything when it comes to like competitions, especially. But it's hard to not say that he was the most clearly likable. I think it's cool to just another house guest. He's under thirty. He's running legit companies. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, it's just a lot of type A. He which... didn't. He didn't tell us about a monster truck though, so I don't know if I can trust <laughs> him. Life goals. Oh, it says it on the website right here. Life goals. Own monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's wild. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. I actually don't have much of an opinion on him, aside from the fact that he seems likable. Okay, well, yeah. one of his three life mottos is, destiny is obligated by universal law to concede to the demands of unwavering faith. Well, oh, that, he's that's into a, chakras. That's, that's a Julie Chen quote. <laughs> 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 Julie Chen might snip that for one of her outros. <laughs> Oh, good, man. good night, house guests. And remember, destiny is obligated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, now I'm starting to wonder if he's like into chakras and stuff like that. That might be a, a point against your oh, boy. But like, the thing yeah, is, might be. if he's into crystals, those work. So he'll win. Do, do, do they? <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like all these successful people do crystals. Number one Spencer Pratt podcast right, right here. <laughs> Dan Kirkpatrick. The crystals person. <laughs> um, okay, so well, the one thing I was gonna say, this is pretty a lot of conjecture right now because the reason we didn't initially record an episode on Wednesday night, which we were planning on, was because all we got with it being a live show with were the snippets and the competition. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- this might come across as a very shallow pod, but that's all you can do. Yeah, right. You um, know what I mean? It's like, what do they look like, and what are the three <laughs> things they said? Um, <laughs> if you look. He's got a sick brag. I've seen every Best Picture Oscar film the last 20 years. He just said, I've seen 20 movies. That, that's like his fun fact. Well, 20 movies per year. No, 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 no. no. I've, I've seen, seen every Best Picture Oscar film of the last oh, 20 not years. The nomi- so just the award He probably winners. meant the nominations. Well, I'm going to choose to read it literally and say that he's bragging about seeing 20 I have movies. seen 20. My letterbox has logged 20 movies. <laughs> 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 drive is underrated. <laughs> drive didn't win. Uh, not drive. I, I crash. Crash. He also I read. He read all the Twilight books. It wasn't. Um, he w- read all the Twilight books. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, empathize with vampires. What did you think of it being a live show? Oh, it was so weird. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like it. It was so weird because they had to cut. Uh, there was unneeded. They had to cut every time someone swore to the fish tank. Ju- Julie it, can't do a live show anymore. No. She she screwed up a bunch of stuff. And they didn't have the buzzer on the one competition. Yep. And then what I thought was so weird, you might not have even noticed it. They had the pre recorded um diary room bits. Yes. And they like they showed them. Oh, I like that. But then it like it kind of hung on it for like an extra I said one that I like it was like awkward looking. Did I you hope- see it? I didn't notice the tenth of the second. I hope was, they do. It just like hung there too long. I kind of like that though. I thought it was weird, but I mentioned this every season. Every season, the backdrop of the diary room is jarring at first to me. This year, it's yeah. Oh, this year it wasn't for me. Oh, I think the house we've only seen the kitchen looks bad. I think the house looks awful. I actually like the diary room though. I, I like diary room. We haven't. We. I purposely didn't pay attention to live feeds this week. I think I Same. will. Um. 
The house does not look good in the kitchen. That much I'll say. I don't have a big opinion on the house yet. They have this balloon wall, and it looks tacky. Oh, really? It looks like uh, a New Year's Eve party. Sounds great. The other <laughs> the oh, other live show note no. is Julie standing there with the four at a time and trying to do like an icebreaker thing. I mean, chills down my spine. It, you can Would you consider yourself a gambler? <laughs> and well, first of all, what, what does it behoove those people to actually say anything right. it doesn't actually well that's actually gameplay part of it is the hangover from last year because last year we got uh what are what, what like what's a one word you would use to describe your game and um enzo's response was pop dukes <laughs> <laughs> shout um, out pop dukes but also from, up from it <laughs> I, I miss enzo now like they were like on the season they were like oh uh you know competitive uh grinder uh, pop dukes Pairs up. From a hosting standpoint, though, with Julie, I mean, Brendan, you've experienced this hosting the podcast where you like tease something up for someone, but if like no one is specifically teed up, Mm -hmm. you can turn to us and just see like dead looks on our faces. I've experienced this when I've told a joke and you guys do an awful job of selling it. (laughs) You guys are the worst at that. Well, this episode, though, we're trying to read up on these guests, so it's harder to be like, hyper focus yeah, on your uh, jokes. You happen to tell all of your jokes like as I'm looking at the screen trying to figure out what like Christian's. So, so here's this guy. <laughs> um all right. So nice little break there. Get back to the house guests. Let's move on to Derek, who right now is You skipped Christian in the order. Well you didn't have to say it like that. <laughs> well I was ready. <laughs> I was ready for Christian. All right, Christian. Uh oh so Christian is a contractor, and all I wrote down is that he bangs chains. <laughs> yeah, he does, <laughs> um, which is cool. Uh, I've By never done way, it. No, I, I I did it for the first time. Was it fun? It was great. Uh, my father in law got them as Father's Day gifts. We got two two of the what do you want to call them holes? Mm-hmm. It's a blast. Well, it's difficult. I was just recently in a wedding, and where we were taking pictures behind us, there was a. Uh, what do you call it? Like the chain, the hole, basically. Yeah. And I said to the bride, I go, as is tradition, we need to get one picture of you uh, dunking into the <laughs> into, into the uh, the, the chain chains. Um, yeah. So he's a contractor. He lives at home in Connecticut, which he said is boring. And Dude, uh, it's like so boring. He's he's out here looking for a honey. Twenty three living at home hits a little too hard for me. I think, <laughs> I I just moved out, so I think do? he is the first one where I'm like, oh, okay, like the typical tool. Okay, I feel at home. This is what I've been used to for watching the show for 20 years. But he didn't seem wildly unlikable. Not quite, but I, I he might be as close as I've gotten well, so far. Yeah, and I don't think he. I actually think he might be a bit of a comp beast, uh, a person like a potential comp beast because he seems. Like very athletic. Now, like one of those guys I thought who do that too. And shit. Yeah, I thought that too. But in the team competition, I said that out loud. Well, he was fast, and then they completely messed up, and they got last place. Yeah, but that was a weird <laughs> competition. But he was fast running that button. He had yeah, the he speed. went to it like three or four separate times. Yeah. So like um, they just kept messing it up. But you know the reason I don't think he'll be very competitive. He he picked Alyssa solely to be on his team solely because he wanted a showman. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to generalize too much, but 
that was pretty do we really see Alyssa being a strong player in this game no. I mean most likely no from what we know yeah so um one notable thing to me on his bio here is that his favorite house guest duo was Zach and Frankie and I think that's a good poll I liked Zach and Frankie overall they Frankie was a little annoying but I loved Zach I-, I couldn't stand Zach at first but then he became more endearing as it went on yeah yeah so he's one to watch he's a wild card I would say. Yeah. Um, you know what? And like, I feel like we're like halfway through the guests right now. No one's jumping out as like, oh, guaranteed stud. Well, or, like, or, or, you know, just like a guaranteed game player. He's like the meme I showed you where in the this group of hyper-motivated, like over-qualified people, they're the, the virgins the ch- versus the Chad, like, I'll just jump on a trampoline guy. <laughs> <laughs> one one note I was thinking when everyone was being introduced is that we don't have a meathead this year, which is good. Overall. And maybe that's why. Maybe it's just we're so used to seeing these, like, tropes that because there's nothing that quite fits into it, it's, like, a little bit unsettling. So that reminds me of something I want to bring up. We're still team Grodner out, but they... They didn't get rid of Grodner, but they got rid of the casting director. Was it Robin Cass? Is that who it is? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Which is like, he was born. Well, he or she, I don't she, know. She um, was born to be a casting director. <laughs> Robin Cass. Yeah. She, um, I, I, I think she's working on like another show or something like that. Well, I mean, casting has been, I mean, there have been issues with gameplay, but casting has been the number one problem for the past few years. I'd say so. Be- well, yeah, and, and that led into the gameplay issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, still Grodner out, but... Hey, Owen, what is what is Frenchie's actual name? Give me a moment. Let's get uh, Big Brother's Brandon. and Research. Brandon French. Brandon. All right. Be Brandon. All right. So next up is um, probably the house guest that I think right now, just off of snippets alone, has one of the best chances at winning. I, he's my favorite so far. Uh, Derek. He's... Derek X. We have two Derek's. Derek X. Yeah. He's a recent college grad. Um, he was in a fraternity. And I think he also has some, you know, startup type job. I love this idea. Um, what, what was it? It's like uh, he takes recipes that like people do on YouTube and oh, Instagram yeah. and like actually turns them into like a meal service, mm. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So I don't know. He just came across really likable uh, and just seems athletic. You know, it, right now it's just he seems like one of the people who will be in the running solely out of being. A likable guy who can compete in both mental and athletic yeah. comps. So what you were talking about earlier where you were like, oh, I think Frenchie off screen may have been communicating with the people as they're watching the competition go on. I saw Derek after the competitions were over socializing and just his body language and the way he seemed to be like talking to these, these different people. Mm-hmm. It seems so natural and just I think personality wise. He has a chance to go a long way. He also, he, oh yeah, go ahead. he wears glasses, which means you know he's kind of <laughs> like a Steve or an Ian, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got a cool haircut too. Just looking at the picture right now, a um, haircut I can never pull off. I think he's my favorite so far. Yeah, me too. Highlighting his strategy to win the game, he wants to build relationships with everyone in the house and slowly turn friendships into alliances. And then layer in unassailable logical reasoning to influence people's decisions. Oh, so he's a Ben Shapiro guy? (laughs) (laughs) We're not actually putting that out there. (laughs) Um, No, so um, 
I actually think, weirdly enough, he's the Tyler candidate. I could see that. Because he, he does sort of come across as like a college guy. Well, well, let's throw this out there. There's definitely been a big pivot in the way casting is going just through the people we've talked about so far, right? Mm-hmm. That seems to be a a um like a build, like a, like a character build that they're they're kind of going after. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're trying to hit that archetype. Trying to Groder's trying to build her Tyler deck. Yeah, it's like a Yu-Gi-Oh or a Magic the <laughs> Gathering uh, strategy. Oh, perfect! This is one I'm excited about. Next up, we got Brent, who is <laughs> you're this... excited about this? Well, because he's this year's like Jersey, the Italian guy. <laughs> Um, Brent Champagne. Yeah, he's not from Jersey, but like he's Jersey in spirit. Uh, How close do we think Cranston, Rhode Island, is to Jersey? I'm bad close. at I'm bad at geography. Yeah, anything. Yeah, I'm kind of bad at geography. I'm too. looking it up right now, but I I think it's close. Uh, he is a flight attendant, but he basically implied in his uh, bio for getting picked on a team that he is a pilot. <laughs> so he's a. Uh, He's like, um, what's his name from Catch Me If You Can, <laughs> Leo, <laughs> like pretending to be a pilot. One of his favorite activities is stock trading. Who wins in a one-on-one in stock trading, him or Swaggy C? Uh, so, well, Swaggy C, we've, we've got the a proof. Millionaire. Yeah. He yeah. retired his whole family, so. Which is, oh, I think we've brought it up before. Genuinely impressive. Yeah. We should really know the Northeast better because Rhode Island's not that close to New Jersey. Is it not? I mean, it's it's a similar type of Northeastern like shore environment like a lot of the, the areas in there but i thought it was going to be one of those places that is like sneaky like you cross the street and you're in new jersey guess not not quite it's 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 like that for massachusetts though yeah so um geography pod oh he thinks he's going to be essentially a cop uh comp beast thinks he's a athletic well he was a college athlete D1. I gotta say, he was running some nice routes. It says D1 AA college athlete. It doesn't say what sport. Injury. Uh, do you see those it. routes? He's, he's like Cole Beasley. Like a wide receiver. Yeah. So Wait, Cole Beasley minus the flow. If there's a comp where Brent has to run whip routes, <laughs> he'll win. <laughs> he'll beat you to the sideline every time. There was a comp like that. Uh, remember when they would shoot paint at you and they had to catch it, and Casey won. Casey and Fessy were the two, Casey and Fessy, the two yeah. wide receivers. Yeah, Fessy was an athlete. F- Fessy's a legit athlete. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's go. All right. So next up, we've got Sarah. Sarah the, Beth. Yeah, she me. was going by Sarah Beth, but the bio only has Sarah here. Oh, okay. So Sarah, uh, she likes anime. She's a cosplayer. And, um, oh, she's a scientist who has, quote, testified hundreds of times. <laughs> So she literally is like a character on like SVU. Yeah. Yeah. And she really, I mean, she's as stereotypical, like quirky girl as you got. Um, Okay. So. She's a Twitch stream probably. <laughs> at what point in the season do you think she reveals to the house guest that she's a furry? <laughs> oh, geez. I'm surprised she didn't have a tail. <laughs> <laughs> Which she gets like She gets like, she tries to get a punishment. She's like, oh, I want the punishment. Tail, yeah. She just walks around dressed like a frog for a week. I'm <laughs> glad you just said that because I didn't think of that. But that will be a diary room if she loses something. It'll be like, oh, I'm at home. I love cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, she's heard the house is really cold and has an ant problem. We're hearing it here first. Whoa. BB house has an ant I've problem. I've never heard that. I could see it being Can cold. Can you imagine there were like the cameras? Uh, just wake up like, ah! <laughs> 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 um, a game of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I've had a lot of um, yeahs today. Is she actually a voice actor, or is that like her... That Oh, wait, no. that She doesn't do voice acting in addition to being they, a scientist, right? Because that's fake. a great cover. Great yeah, cover. it is a good cover. I, I agree. I, it really... I thought it was a shocking thing to say because a voice actor is one of those things oh, that were you, in? you can ask people like, oh, do your voice. <laughs> oh, like, good point. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like some like third rate anime that's just getting translated into English. You wouldn't know it. <laughs> she can only do like a Cartman impression. <laughs> <laughs> Respect my authority. <laughs> um, all right. So next up. Hannah, who is a 21-year-old grad student who is, quote, good at fashion. Um, She is another hyper-motivated, type A, very successful, smart person who has already, is already in grad school, I think. Yeah, and she's 21. She graduated college, like, 19. Yeah. Yeah. uh, She did say she graduated in, like, three years, right? Oh, I think it was Yeah, after graduating high school, like, 16. Oh, wow. She's... Just off of that, it is another person that I I think has a chance here. Um, but how do we think the factor of how big her jeans were is gonna? Play <laughs> well, she's good this? at fashion, Terrence. I is that good at fashion? I I, big I don't jeans know. Jeans are in right now. I don't. Are know. they really? Yeah. Uh, well, like sometimes you see these people, and it's like, oh, that's fashionable. But it's like, then why do you look bad? Well, and last <laughs> night I was I was at the bar last night, and I was pretty intimidated because there was a girl in the chunky filas and big jeans. Oh boy! And it was like, <laughs> it's like I can't. I can't talk to this person. <laughs> like, I may, like, I will immediately come across as a narc. <laughs> <laughs> I may have um, mentioned this to you guys, you know, off the pod, but I think one of my big revelations after a year of quarantine was that I've opted out of certain new fashions. So I guess we're supposed to be wearing like really short inseam shorts now. Oh no, that is a that's a trend in only in the the not real world. Okay. Like, oh, my shorts are short. No, people. <laughs> will, what, what, I, how I'm, many inches? I'm showing a lot of thigh. How many inches? Like, I I think it might be five and a half or six. Like Christ. I saw, a, <laughs> I think actually, little sass mentioned this, but then I saw a tweet where it's like, you know, Twitter tells you you need to wear five inch shorts, but then like if you actually do, for example, I went to the gym yesterday, not to brag, and. I hadn't. I haven't done laundry, so I had to wear running shorts, and I felt so weird, so weird. I don't know what mine my shorts are right now, but anything less than this, and I'd feel very uncomfortable. Yours are probably like eleven. No, probably more like nine. Oh, I I think nine between seven and nine is the sweet spot. Nine goes about to the knee. Yeah, mine might be tall. more like <laughs> seven, but they look shorter because I'm a tall individual. I grew up in the era where everything was really long and big. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, playing basketball, like, they're practically at the bottom of my kneecap. Yeah. I like it right in between. I, I like it to sit uh, maybe about an inch and a half over the knee. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> that was shorts talk. Shorts talk. Um, okay, so that was Hannah. Uh, the only <laughs> the only note I wrote down for her is Doogie Hauser because she said, like, She's Doogie Hauser. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so are they going to bring on like uh, what's his face? I I'm, I want to say Barney Stinson, but Freakazoids. are they going to bring him on at some point? Uh, uh, no. Neil Patrick Harris. Um, last thing with her. Um, incredibly unique uh, back uh, background in terms of her ethnicities. 
Oh, I didn't. Take Indian note of and it. South South African, South Africa. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Okay, so next up we have Claire, who's an AI engineer. I believe she lives in New York City. She's 25 and um, competed really well in the HOH. Okay, um, we have my number one. Don't like. Well, I really? said I said to Terrence, I think she's a freaking lunatic. I said to Owen, I was getting Christy <laughs> vibes. Wait, yeah. Why, why do you guys think that? Just totally vibes. I was getting Christy vibes. No, I I. I disagree like, i actually think she's going to be very well liked there's going to be a moment in the season where she's like yeah like uh i date your mom and we live like three <laughs> stops from each other <laughs> <laughs> um, we were like uh, three stops something about her it's like super try hard energy and um but and i also think she thinks she's a freaking genius well, then she's going to be popular early. She's one of those people. Well, you know who she reminded me the most of? And I cannot think of her name at the moment, so you're, you guys are going to fill in the blanks. Um, Vanessa, Vanessa, right? Uh, Vanessa, the uh, poker player? The poker player. Well, she won. Game no, three. she didn't. No, she didn't. Top three. Top three. Um, she should have won. She was the best, one she of the best that year. Big time Vanessa vibes. And she became so insufferable that I think everything that I'm thinking and comparing her to Vanessa, I'm projecting onto her right now. But Well, I was doing that with Christy. Yeah, so I, I don't know. There was something about her energy that like well, freaked me out. She did Good have the like she's a coder, but everyone mistakes her for the receptionist. Yeah, comment. yeah. That was one of those things where I think when we were watching, it's like that doesn't happen. <laughs> like yeah. that just doesn't happen. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. But I I don't know. Um, weird. Like maybe it's just because she's a blonde girl. Weird. Like Taylor Swift vibes. Like that type of style. Oh, well, that was just the dress she wore. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. But. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I have a bad feeling about her. Well, time will tell. Um, but did you know she? I think she was the one who was the replacement for the girl who had to go home. Did you guys hear about that? No, I, I did hear about that. I yeah. don't remember the girl's name, but she had a positive COVID test, had to leave. Oof. Um, so, so she's basically the Tyrod Taylor alternate Pro Bowl spot. Amy yeah. Dalton. Yeah. Um. All right, and then last up we have Tiffany. Who is a phlebotomist? She is the old, oldest house guest. Do you at think 40. she's a big Flowbots fan? <laughs> the Flowbits. <laughs> they had that one. Was it bikes with no handlebar? Yeah, yeah. I got my bike with no handlebar. I was thinking uh, there was an episode of Phineas and Ferb where it <laughs> oh, had yeah. Finadroids and Flowbots. <laughs> I remember uh, one of my friends growing up tried to tell me that the Flowbots actually had other good songs. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to that's Flowbots. That's maybe the most preposterous thing I need to tell you. It's like, <laughs> uh, that's great. So I'm never going to listen to them, though. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see how she does in this. You know, she's not old. No, she really isn't. I think she has a, a chance. very young house. Um, she's funny, though, because the way she was talking, it's like, I'm just going to decide when I want to win. And every time I decide I want to win, I'm going to win. which is the best i love that um they had to show that like yeah she may be the oldest but she still got it by showing her like doing the tire flips and no she wasn't doing tire flips she was hitting a tire with a sledgehammer oh no i (laughs) I, that is like a real workout i know but it just it was jarring yeah did you well i thought what was jarring about it was she was like doing these like resistance wind sprints yeah in the middle of like a little like downtown strip mall <laughs> she uh her and Brittany both had uh clips of them doing workouts that imply that they can kill <laughs> <laughs> um over under two weeks it takes for the segment 
of her and Frenchie sitting in the backyard, and it's like Frenchie in the diary room. Like, man, these kids. They, yeah, Tiffany. Me and her have really been getting along because we <laughs> talk about our children and just like being adults. That'll yeah, definitely. No, that's exactly. They're right. gonna go for walks around the yard. Yeah. Um, I gotta tell you, I would hope that we kind of like don't do as much of that as we did the last couple seasons. Like just overly emotional stuff where it's mm. like, yeah, I want to see. Call me crazy. I think that that so many of these personalities seem somewhat similar. I could see some real clashes. Well, and you know what? And they, I, that's what I want. I you, miss that. That, and you know what? They weren't showing a lot for the last few years. Um, just the funny things that they would all do together. Yeah, like someone streaks or whatever. Yeah, well, it only happens on the episode that you guys don't watch. That's <laughs> yeah. when you see it all. The episode that I never watch. Yeah. Um, we'll see you in three months. So yeah, uh, this has been a big episode where I say um yeah a lot. And hey, it's first first one back. Big, it's fine. First, first one, back. one back, and it's also a uh, we're. We're making up what we talk about with these. Yeah, and you know, and I, I've just come to accept that I say like, you know what? I don't it's, care. It's a generational thing. It's uh, you know, it's very common. <laughs> but yeah, really, we're just more or less creating fanfic for these people on the spot. Yes. <laughs> Which is why it's the perfect time to get into the next segment of our show. Well, we're not done with hashtag, but first, we're not. Well, things happen in this oh, episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah. Ba- yeah. Ba- back to form where we have to make sure at least once an episode we transition to another segment <laughs> way before we're finished. Um, oh, man. Um, yeah. We're, we're in the, uh, like, I'm, I'm not caught up, so don't say anything, but we're in, like, the time variant portion of the podcast, kind of like Loki. Oh, I haven't watched I a haven't single, watched single episode. episode. I watched the first one last oh, night, but and I, I really enjoyed it, I gotta say. I finished Falcon and the Winter Soldier today, so I'm going to start Loki. There you go. That has been my TV watching segment. And back to butt first. So we're Disney Plus shills and not Paramount Plus shills. <laughs> so <laughs> they did an interesting HOH comp where they let four people in the house at a time and they did a comp to see the who kickoff could compete in the HOH comp, basically. Yes. Uh, the winners were... They were... Frenchie. Frenchie. Whitney. Christian. And Claire. Claire. Yes. Claire. Um, What I liked about this was they did it by gender to make sure there was an even amount in in the finals. And Julie made it very clear every single time. This time we're seeing four men. And this time (laughs) we're seeing four women. (laughs) Well, I think it was the opening comp last year. Was it the opening comp last year where they had a similar role in four at a time? And we were like, well, that disproportionately favor the men well and cody won solely because someone went right before him and you could see which ones were wobbling yes that still makes me mad well no i'm not even talking about that one i think there was one before that wasn't there it there was like a lead in yeah and that's why I, I don't remember the specifics and it, but there was like a heavy board and yes, stuff. it was yeah. uneven yeah like cody won that season because of that yeah and, and we'll talk about you know some of that stuff coming up but yeah you're absolutely right boom um uh, <laughs> uh yeah. So they were they're the HOHs and the conceit of this season, which we have also been huge proponents of teams. I thought they were gonna do two teams, four teams of four, even split of gender, like you said, yep. Owen. Um, and I really liked the way they did the picking teams because I thought it was gonna be uh similar to high school where it was just gonna be raw picking, but they gave you two choices. Based yeah. off of a little squib. And you know, picking 
is a good thing in general, I think, because it creates just the slightest bit of like tension and drama. Like, so who were the last ones? I think it was Travis and Sarah Beth. Yeah. Yes. You know, that's like pick me last. Yeah, that's not great. So that's a thing. Uh, um, but it wasn't just going stereotypical, like, oh, strong guy, comp beast. I'm gonna pick him first. Mm. It was a lot more nuanced than that, I feel like. Yeah. Did you and, write down the teams? I have um, let's go through I, them. I also have them, but I just wanna say I'm just such a huge proponent of teams because it m- guarantees that we don't get a season for the start where it's just like, great, the pretty people teamed up. Yes. Yeah. Bully, it, another bullying scandal. I would yes. say that these like teams ended up being very evenly split in terms of like personality types, mm. you know, different player archetypes. I think that's like going to be really interesting. But we can talk Let's about the teams at a time. Yeah. yeah. Just we'll talk brief. about Frenchie's team first. So. I'll say right off the bat before we even name Frenchie's team. I think I said, uh, you know, I think Frenchie could really compete, but I think he might have picked a not good team. And then they go and win the competition. I, I kind of, well, yeah, they did end up winning, uh, but I'm not, I thought this before. It's a unique team in terms of like different personality mm-hmm. types. And I've always said that I think if you can assemble a, an alliance that hits different corners of the house and different personality types, that that might be more beneficial long term. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't an alliance necessarily in the sense that it's formed in secret, but if that's just your team that you're going with, I think there's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the team is he picked um, Aza, Brittany. Aza. Uh, I, we're gonna find out in like two yeah, hours. we'll we'll find out. <laughs> um, Aza, Brittany, and Derek F. Derek Fraser. Yes, very unique personalities. The team name is the Jokers. I was thinking the Joker baby. They're obviously doing the whole casino thing, so it's Jokers, Aces, Kings, and Queens. It would have been better if they just subbed out one of them and put Freakazoids. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we can all agree, Aces is the best name. Yes, I wouldn't uh, mind being the Jacks, <laughs> the Rain City Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll read the next team, which is Whitney, my favorite. I did not finish it in my notes i have whitney brent derek x and i don't have the last person written down. hannah hannah now i'm bummed for my guy derek x because i don't like this team this is the one team where i'm like i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know how competitive it's going to be but my my prediction i should have said it when we were uh doing her profile hannah doogie hauser Strikes me as the type of she'll turn sour real quick at the face of her not being good at something. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Just like type A to a fault. Yeah. Interesting. Who's the next team? Next team is Christian with the Kings. Um, And he drafted Alyssa, Xavier, and Sarah Beth. And they came in last in the competition. I I take it back. I don't like this team either. They DNF'd. Um, By the way... My favorite little joke in the entire episode was Xavier saying he's saving himself for Zingbot. Yes. I <laughs> love that. But yeah, no, he can't communicate with anyone, Brendan. <laughs> he can't. I didn't it, say he can't communicate. I just said he, he comes across like a lawyer. Like, he just comes across very buttoned up. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, last team. Claire with the Queens. She drafted Kyland, Tiffany, and Travis. That's a good team. I and think, they came I in second. That's a strong team. They came in second. So... Yeah, so the winner was Frenchie's team, and then he was given an ultimatum, a gamble, which I think will actually be kind of a fun little twist this year, gambling. Um, 
to make it so they'd be safe for two weeks. But if he didn't complete the competition, didn't win, then he's not HOH and it goes to second place. And his whole team is no longer safe. Yeah. No brainer. You don't take the gamble there. Oh, I'd say so. Yeah. I'd also say no brainer. I think if they really want to make decisions interesting, there should be a different side effect to not taking the gamble. Well, I think the different side effect, though, is that it doesn't just affect him. He just screwed three other people. Exactly. Exactly. You know what Um, I mean? No, but I mean, if he didn't take it, it should have been like, well, then Claire gets to throw for like stealing the HOH or something because she came in second. Well, she was going to get it, right? No, I'm saying Oh, she she would get the same benefit of the gamble, you're saying? Yeah, like she also has to compete. I, I agree with you. I, I, I'm saying it was too one-sided. There was never going to be a scenario where on night one the person took the risk. Like you know that. who would have taken the risk? There was like a major penalty to not going for the risk. You know who would have gotcha. taken the risk? Josh. Josh. You were gonna put me up. <laughs> well, so so that's the point I was gonna make. So you you brought that up. I wasn't even thinking about that, but that's a great one as an example. And Cody last year coming out and winning. Mm-hmm. We always talked for years about, do you want to win the first one? Do you not? A lot you of do. blood on your hands. Recent evidence. I mean, you absolutely want to you win. You do. I don't think it will mean as much with there being teams. Uh, but, it's very true. Yeah. But, actually, yeah. it'll probably, he'll probably engender more like vitriol against him as a result of this than he would otherwise because he can't as easily leverage other people into an alliance with him. My prediction for Sunday's episode. One, agree with everything you guys are saying with HOH being good. You immediately get to meet everyone, and his nominees are going to be Sarah Beth and Travis, because they're the last two picks. That's my prediction. Once again, why picks are good. Yep. All right, so now... That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. I like that, too. Well, are, and they're in, are they in the same team? Um, No, no. Okay. No, because they got split because they were the last two. Do you think there's going to be any rules against that? We don't know yet. What do you mean? Like you can only pick one person from each. Oh, from each I don't team? probably I not. don't think so. They didn't. We'll find out tonight because they you, didn't you, imply that your strategy could be. I want to eliminate this team. Yeah, but you think they're going to try to avoid that? I want to make sure. Well, but Maybe I want to make might. sure. I don't know. Get to merge. Get to merge. <laughs> um, what if one year they just all had buffs? <laughs> Uh, all right, so now we'll get into the next segment of the show where we're going to... We don't really have a name for it, do we? No, I don't. Which segment are you talking about? Just intro it. <laughs> the draft. We're going to draft teams of five, the three of us, and this will be basically our form of prediction. And I don't know, winner gets a prize if someone on your team wins or comes in second. Winner gets $750,000. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, well, like, what, why, what are they waiting for? Big Brother's always done that. It's weird. Um, now, we should have decided pre-show in order. You do a random draft generator. O-Rex. Um, I've never used one of these before. Well, you just so Google random number generator or whatever. Random draft generator. Order generator, probably. Listen to those keys. <laughs> those are loud keys. Yeah, it's a mechanical type. Didn't I know, wonder if it's even coming. Didn't through. know you were gonna get some ASMR here. Um, <laughs> T B O 
Shout out to our old uh, Xbox Live. All right. <laughs> number one is Brendan. Number two is me. And number three is Terrence. Do we do Snake? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I'm not just getting third every time. <laughs> okay. So I wasn't expecting to be first. So who's, you who's your one one? Oh, my one one is easy. Uh, Derek. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't even think I need to explain it. I think he right now is my uh, the person who I would pick to win. I, I don't I, know who I'm going to pick. Derek let's, Ax, this is. Derek Ax. Let's not forget that I picked Casey to win night one. So, and I yeah, was right. You were on it. Let's now, go. Question. We do we need to do like an even split or anything like that, or can we just assemble a team of four? Or five, oh, it's five. So never five. mind. Put can't oh, and, a and team of five, and there's going to be uh, the Sacco, a Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. or Mrs. Irrelevant. Yeah. All right, my pick number one. I got to go with my guy. I'm going with Kyland. Um, I'm excited about all of the people and children and animals that he helps. Off who's picked? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, um, I okay. Oh, I get two here, so it's not as insane. Um, I'm I think gonna I know go gonna with Frenchie. Yeah, I knew you were gonna pick Frenchie. It's a good pick. Yeah. Um, we we already know he has an, an advantage. Um, and I don't know. He just seems promising to me. So I'm between two here. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you who. Um, but I'm gonna go with Aza. Okay. Interesting pick. Yeah, I have a good feeling about her. I like it. All right, so for my second hey, pick. Hey, hey, Oh, it's Snake. Snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, Excuse me, sir. 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 I'm going to go with my second pick with Christian. Christian. Boo. Uh, boo. Okay. Could have gotten him in the fifth. Okay, I've got a tough <laughs> one here. Yeah, the bad value there. A tough one here because I'm between... I got to vamp a little bit here. I'm between two. Uh, I was between two, but now I got to look at my list again to remind myself who the two were. Uh, 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 all right. I'm doing it. We're doing it live. I'm going to go Claire. All right. You get Claire, and now you get another pick. Claire was competing. Oh, well, then I didn't need to be between two. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We appreciated the vamp. I didn't even really vamp. I just said, uh. 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 Okay. Who was that second person that I was thinking of? <laughs> you were clearly having a hard time. I had to. Uh, Do you need pictures? Pictures are no, on the screen. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, 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 uh. I'm going to go with. Giannis free throw counting one two <laughs> three. You know what? I think he deserves a Mississippi every so often. Like maybe not every number, but they're they're getting to like eleven by seven and a half seconds. Yes, just throwing that out there, vamping a bit, if you will. Oh, uh, I'm gonna pick Travis. Ooh, cranking deals. Gotta tell you, other than the the cranking deals out, um, oh, make you sure know, you grind set down your team. Um, I don't have much to say about him. Yeah, I mean, like, as we've said multiple times this episode, we don't have much to say on anyone yet. We've got to write yeah, down all our teams. And yes, I'm already doing green. that. Um, my s- third pick, I'm going to go with Doogie Howser, Hannah. 
I, 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 I love that you're calling it. her that. <laughs> I considered that, Owen. I like that pick. I I have a feeling this is uh, this is also bad because it sounds bad. You're just making these random judgments on people based on literally nothing. Nothing. I think she might be an emotional wreck. Maybe. It's reality but, TV. That's you're, why you're, I didn't pick her. I was yeah, close to picking her. That's why I didn't pick her. I was close. Uh, I believe I said it back in like season one of Pot of Vito. It's reality TV. You got to leave any like treating these people as if they're just like normal people on the street and just see them as the characters on the show. Yeah. Yeah, but do you want the most likable team or the most likely to win? I, I want to be most likely to win. I'm liking my chances right now. All right. Um, is this me now? Yep. Okay. Got two. Wow, this is exciting. Um, I think I'm getting good value here. I'm going uh, Xavier. Yeah, that's good value. That's good value. Um, I I considered him in those first two picks. I considered so, him, but couldn't do it. Um, he strikes me as the has guy all the that tools. Will, has all the tools and he's going to burn you every time by never winning anything. Or I just, yeah. I have my theory, obviously, that he's maybe not going to have the best social game, which could be completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you, I mean, I've been going at you with that because, like, I really... But I'm just guessing. I have a good feeling about him. I'm yeah. just guessing, yeah. Um, so, I got to tell you, I am impressed with nobody who's left. So, I'm having a really hard time here. There's some people that I wouldn't hate getting. Um, and I, just according to history, this is a bad pick. Wait, who is, um, let me see those pictures. Oh, mm. I'm I'm between two now. Wait, let me see those pictures. Oh, mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to play the odds here and, and forego the, what what I was just hinting at. I'm going to play the odds and go with Derek Frazier. Because okay, I think that's that's, that team is going to come out hot. And I think pick. if you're aligned with Frenchie and who I also have, Aza, I think that they have a like a leg up on everyone already. The thing that really changed Derek F for me, he benches three plates. True. Yeah. Terrence going heavy on the Jokers. Yeah, that's. I, I think there's actually something to being the first team with power. Freakazoids. You know what I mean? We talk about the momentum you get in those first, you know, that first week and a half. Bro, Absolutely. Bro, you're a beast. All right. This is going to be a risky pick. The tropes don't typically win, but I'm going Brent Champagne. Oh, that's who I wanted. <laughs> no. That's not who I wanted. No. I think he's going to be relatively good at comps. And, um, I mean, basically you say this about any D-bag, maybe, Bre- <laughs> maybe Brent or Brett potential. Uh, yeah, but I think yeah, that's what I was too thinking. much of that to his name being Brent. Yes, because yeah, I had the same thought. Because it was my first thought, too. So, similar personality types, I think. Oof, that hurt. I, I did not think you would take him. Um, all right. Uh, I need to see the pictures. Uh, 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 oh. Mm. So so this <laughs> Scroll is bad. Up. Scroll up. We're down to all women. Why is that bad? It shows that we're a misogynist podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but well, at the same time, though, I, I don't know if anyone's jumped out as a strong competitor. Okay, actually, this is easy for me because I'm going to go with the hometown kid, Brittany. There you go. I, I was thinking about making the hometown uh, pick next. Obviously, now I can't. But We're I'm, not from Niagara Falls. 
well okay but like niagara falls it's it's like when there's an nfl like gronk and they're they won't say he's from buffalo they'll say he's from williamsville, williamsville. which is literally a suburb yeah shout uh, out johnny flynn we're, we're all... i said that when we were watching i go i go niagara falls own johnny shout out johnny flynn one of my favorite players we have the time. same brain yeah the the thing is is that we're all like <laughs> niagara falls included we're all kind of grandfathered into like the buffalo family Right. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of Buffalo the GBA. athletes, I saw Naaman Roosevelt Lightman today. Oh, you did? Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't know um, he lived here. Now, I know we're this is my final pick, and we're really picking from the bottom of the barrel at this point, but I'm excited. I, I, have, a, I have one pick I'm excited about still. Well, we'll see if I take it, because I'm taking Tiffany. <laughs> Damn it! I almost took her to last round. Which one is Tiffany? Uh... Forty years old. Oh. That's who. That's who I'm saying is playing against stereotype, like the stereotype of the older contestant. I, I think she has a real shot. I yeah. think she's going to be good. I have like a really good feeling about her. Wait. So, did I do the math wrong, or do we have three contestants left somehow? Well, we should only have two. That's what I'm saying. We do have three left. We have Alyssa Lopez. Well, but you're going to pick, and then I'm going to pick. No, I'm going to be. Oh yeah, Brendan has one more. We have five on our team. So wait, how many do I have right now? Four. You have four. So the snake gets messed up a little bit, I guess. Did wait, we screw something up I think here? we did. How, <laughs> how many? Okay, I have four on my team, right? I have yes. four. You have four. I have Did five. you not pick two last time or something? Or did you? No. I think We're lost in the snake. How do you guys have? So you have five, Owen. Yes. Brendan has four. So after four rounds, shouldn't you have three right now? No, wait, after four rounds, we wait, Brendan. Four. I don't think you picked two. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Well, so, so I can steal Tiffany from Owen right now. Don't do that. Though. I won't. I won't. <laughs> um, okay. So, but then I'm done. Yes. Okay. <sighs> I'm not going to do that to you, but I could. Letter of the law here. Um, uh, honestly, the penalty for you screwing up is that you can't take my pick. Well, I was going to say, that's kind of like when um, the Minnesota Vikings didn't get their pick in, in time when they were picking seven and they got skipped over. This is a tricky one. I didn't know that. Ever that happened. was a thing. Yeah, the clock ran out and then they moved to eight. All wow. right. So I'm just yeah. going to I'm gonna say who I'm between. I'm between Alyssa and Sarah Beth. And there's a weird wild card factor with Sarah Beth. Uh, but I'm going to go. Definitely a weird wild card factor. <laughs> well, I, I mean, she is smart. But then there's like the mystery of Alyssa. How much do you think like her making clothes for the house guests is going to play into her game? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with what I said earlier where I said that Alyssa kind of gave off Jess vibes. Complete conjecture. I'm going to pick Alyssa. All right. Uh, bad pick. How do you know? Uh, just a bad pick. <laughs> I mean, are, are how there. Do you know, how do you know Xavier doesn't have a social game? Are there good picks here right now? I'm messing with you. <laughs> um, so, but I, I like what you left me with because Alyssa was going to be my Mrs. Irrelevant. Um, no, I, th- I think there's a clear Mrs. Irrelevant. It's it's Whitney. So, Sarah Beth has the clothes thing. She's going to turn like all the house guests into Sailor Moon. Um, and that's interesting. But I just don't see her being a game player, and Whitney has already won part of a competition. So I think this is actually, even though I don't like her long-term chances, this is not terrible value here at the last pick. I, I, I think that Whitney, Whitney. I'm going to take been Whitney, not picked. But okay, 
I, I mean, well, what do we go? We're going off of just like tangible stuff. She's got tangible stuff in her favor right now. She won something, and That's she true. didn't finish in last. That in is the, very true. In the HOH. All right, so that wraps up the first half of this episode of Podcast of Vito. Terrence will be leaving us for the rest of the episode, and we'll be back to talk about the rest of the episode in about three seconds. Okay, so let's get to the second hashtag but first of the night or the morning uh, and talk about s- Sunday's episode. I'm ready. So Terrence is gone. It's just get you out and of me. Here. <laughs> All right, so a lot happened in this episode. It was honestly an ideal, like, first edited episode. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, pretty pumped about it. Very fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with this episode. All right, so post HOH, Frenchie's pumped up, obviously. Um, you know, he seemed, uh, he explained his reasoning behind not doing the gamble, and it was exactly what we predicted a little bit earlier in this podcast. Yeah, coming off very savvy as mm-hmm. a Big Brother player early on here. Yeah. And, you know, right now, we're all feeling good about Frenchie, as in right now in, in the episode. Right now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, might be the best player ever. Yeah. Level. <laughs> um, and I one thing that I thought was a little interesting, especially since uh, they're on the same team, Aza. So, in in the same episode, we've now clarified how to pronounce her name. It is Aza? Yeah. Okay. Uh, said that she was going to gun for whoever won the first HOH, but now that Frenchie won and they're on the same team, she's not going to. <laughs> now, that is obviously, like, kind of a pointless thing because she's not going to but i thought it was interesting to have us bring this up because we never hear someone say like oh my strategy will actively be take out the first hoh well i think i said out loud while we were watching it it's like why would that be your strategy yeah it doesn't really make much sense i mean it goes in line with the popular belief of winning first hoh is bad but i don't know Azo was thinking, let's let's lean into that. Well, it's also just okay. I mean, obviously, whoever wins the first HOH is probably a strong competitor. Make a note, yeah, at some point. But that's your strategy. I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. I I'm glad you put it on the recap because we like when people mention they have a strategy. That's good. I like strategies. Yes, but it's a weird one. Sometimes the this is an example of. Maybe you're just being a little too rigid in your strategy if it's like set in stone that something yeah. like that is what you want to do. So it turns out Whitney is actually the smartest Big Brother player of all time. Yes. <laughs> it's like oddly prescient. <laughs> <laughs> um, not necessarily prescient. That might not have been the right word, but kind of prescient. Kind of prescient. <laughs> I just like that word. Um, and uh, the other thing we really took away from this is that Travis wants to catch dinner out of the fish tank. Yeah, he's really leaning into this, like, lived in Hawaii for a year. My take on Travis uh, goes a little hard and gives off big-time low-confidence vibes. Oh, he was, because he got picked last, that's when he started bragging, like, I, mm-hmm. I had a startup, it did pretty good, like... Yeah, that's what I mean. It Kind of a startup founder here, like, no big deal, but... Bragging about your job is tough. Yeah. And it's not an uncommon thing, but that's usually a sign of low confidence. Yeah, he definitely was was not expecting, because technically how it worked out, he went after Sarah Beth. So that, that did not <laughs> yeah. sit well with him. 
pick me last. <laughs> you just chip on your shoulder, man. Yeah, dude, uh, you got to embrace getting picked last. Uh, we got to see the house. So I don't like the look of the house. Some years I do. I think I liked it a lot last year. I mean, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's always like intentionally tacky. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. My biggest takeaway Too much is, blue. Yes. But the like entrance to the entire bathroom, <laughs> bless you. Nice. The entrance to the entire bathroom now has a door. Right. You brought that up and it kind of has interesting strategy. Well, not necessarily strategy, but gameplay implications. It's interesting strategy and also like a little more comfortable. Yes. And I always feel like the because people for some reason love to hang out in the bathroom, which I think is weird. Yes. Um, because people always hang out in there. That's always where people get caught doing something or talking game in some way. And also, it's weird that people always want to hang out in the bathroom because if I was there and like I really needed to shit or something, and that's people what I mean. were hanging out in there, I'd just be like, guys, like get out of Leave. here. What are you doing in here? Also, <laughs> you assume, especially when there's 16 people in there, it must just always smell like shit. Oh my god. I've I've like had nightmares about the idea of like having to use the big brother bathroom. <laughs> there was a my one buddy, he was one of my roommates in college at one point when we were living in on campus apartments. So, like, dorms, but apartments. Yeah. And um, the one day, like, the topic of how many times do you take a shit a day came up. And he just very loudly was like, yeah, like, uh, probably four to six. Wow. Four to six. And uh, you just hear the girls next door go, wow, that is really disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Four to six is four to six is a lot. That's like unhealthy. But I mean, guys obviously are at a higher rate. So sixteen house guests, eight guys. It must just constantly smell like poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things that people want to talk about. Um, Xavier, Xavier likes the ladies, and I love having two episodes in one here because moments ago i said that i don't think xavier has like a social game <laughs> and he might have the best he Maybe. seems very likable yeah uh <laughs> he's all ready to um to sleep on the jet ski and have not yeah well it was funny too because they didn't immediately say that or cut to the diary room where xavier talked about all the pretty ladies but um, every time they introduced one of the attractive ladies in the house, uh, they just cut to Xavier being like, <laughs> and there was like a spooky sound effect. Yeah, with it's it like, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he said he pretty much likes every woman in the house. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how could you not? Yeah, I mean, I was <laughs> say, like, not. <laughs> I'm not judging here, <laughs> but um, but he said no showmances. Yeah. Well. Operation uh, No Man's is getting a little threatened. Doesn't everyone say that every year? Yeah. Do we have tissues in here? Um, I have napkins. I gotta blow my nose. We're not cutting this. <laughs> We're doing it live. Um, most people don't subscribe to Operation Low Man's, but you know sometimes it just turns into that. No Man's turns into a low man's into a bromance. Yep. Um, oh, and this is where I blow my nose. Oh, oh, not getting cut. Not getting cut. Not getting cut. Um, I'll transition us for the next thing with the house intros was Derek F just 
coated in sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, and you know, it's. I mean, he's a bigger guy, like you know, bigger guys sweat more. But yeah. I actually related to that a lot because you know I'll sweat pretty easily. If I was in L.A., sixteen really attractive people on the couch together. There's the Hollywood lights of the Big Brother house shining down on you. I would probably be the same way. I mean, you guys you guys should see Brendan at the gym. Just shirt is soaked. Gray shirt, too. Oh, uh, which is just like the weirdest move to me. Because I'm always about like, I'd rather people not know that I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You embrace it. I like, especially at the gym where it's, okay, the battle scars here. Hardest yeah. work. I actually have a shirt. It's Project Rock Collection. That <laughs> when I sweat, more writing shows that doesn't show if it's not wet, and it's like hardest worker in the gym. That's actually awesome. I didn't even know until it happened. Mine is baked in from just childhood trauma of I have hyperhidrosis with the sweaty hands. <laughs> so you're so just like no. Everything has always been about like trying to hide the fact that I'm sweating so much. You know, I mean, while we're talking about sweating, you know what's always jarring is. You ever have, like, I remember this would happen sometimes in college or at work where maybe you won't wear an undershirt one day uh, and you'll be wearing a dress shirt and you won't even be hot and then, like, you'll feel sweat, like, oh, dripping yeah. down your oh, yeah. arm and you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so this has turned into a real, like, guys being dudes. Yeah, we we've talked about pooping and sweating. So... <laughs> All right, let's get back on track here. Speaking of guys being dudes. Uh, yeah, so Frenchie hates the meatheads and respects women. I'll give you a B on that transition because it could have gone right into the Frenchie hates the meatheads. Yeah. It was a, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we then basically had a super cut of Frenchie just telling every woman in the house that they're safe. Interesting strategy. I didn't mind it, and I think he could have timed it better, but I didn't mind the strategy, uh, and not only the strategy of just having all the women on your side and you know b- building allies right off the bat, but going after the meathead men who tend to sort of team up and gang up on everyone yeah. in Big Brother, not a bad idea. But uh, it's tough because when you're making them a promise and that's something we got to bring up is that he also showed that he promised all the people he came in the house with that they were safe as well. Yes. Xavier uh I have the old note. I can get it for sure. Hold on. I want to say it was Xavier. It was Xavier, Derek and Travis. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that would be Derek. Ass. That's a lot of people. That's what 12 people? Um or 11? Eight women, yeah, three men. people promised safety. And his team's safe. Yeah. <laughs> that is... So that's Brittany. Well, so bro, Brittany already so it was. 12. It is 12. Yeah, 12 people safe. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, and yeah, I mean, so basically, he's anti-showmance for everyone else. I don't know why he cares so much. And we'll probably get a little bit more into that down the line. Do we want to yeah. just talk about it now? No, because no, there's no. kind of like things. I, I like the suspense here because this is the first sign of, okay, we know Frenchie. He has his journal, mm-hmm. takes notes of the seasons, what he would do. It's kind of like what we do here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we think this guy is pretty heads up, 
wins first HOH. Okay, how's he going to play? He's going to get to know everyone. Perfect. Guy who knows the game in a good spot. People are already making like final twos with him. Yep. But he is making the huge mistake as the first HOH of everyone that comes to him. He's telling them what's going to happen and he's not listening to anyone. Yes, that's big. I think that is probably the biggest thing for the first HOH. Think of Cody last year. Cody. What are you thinking? Cody doesn't say anything. That's why we hated the mm-hmm. season. Yeah, he's but, like, yeah, bro. I totally feel it, bro. Yeah. Um, But that's kind of how you have to play it first week, especially. You can't be giving away your hand as the first HOH. And also, you can only, like, putting myself into the situation. I feel like I would be a good first HOH because I am someone as a person that, like, I'm more warm up to people, so I'm not going to be like super charismatic right off the bat mm-hmm. or anything. It's like, perfect. You're coming to me. I'll listen to you. Leave a good impression. Yeah. That's all you got to do. I, I feel like the strategy, you're right, is just you just kind of be like, oh, what are you thinking? Yeah. Hey, what, how you feeling? What are you thinking? And, you know, come across Ask kind where of. where they're from. Like, yeah. get to know them a little bit. Like, yeah. And then you kind of just play. You, you can't do. I remember like Cody was just like, well. Uh, I don't know to like the one person he was going to put up. Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but uh, you can't do that where you're like, oh, just be like, oh, you know, I'm. we got to like play something. I don't know. That's tough. That is always tough. Yeah. Like, what uh, you, say. You, you would just have to give everyone the textbook. Like, I'm still trying to feel out the house. I don't really know. I don't have my mind made up yet. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, and just but I'm glad, I'm glad we talked. Now. You could yes. say something like that. And then it's more you might have the. You know, you, you didn't come talk to me. Yes. Which is big. Yes, it is. Uh, all right. Yeah. So Frenchie, well, and more on that, some of that seemed to be working out well and playing out the way we always say that if you are the first HOH you should hope for is right off the bat, him and uh, Derek F made a final two. Yes. Which it, it's always sketchy, the day one or day two final two, but yeah, also but they last sometimes. Sometimes they do. Um. You want as many final twos as you can have. We've learned that from Tyler, Paul. That none of them won, so maybe you can't win with it, but you'll at least get pretty far. Yeah, and I I kind of liked it because, again, at this point in the episode, I'm thinking like, oh, Frenchie, Derek F., these are two kind of characters. You typically don't see them together. Like, this could be interesting. Right. So we know he said he won't nominate a woman this week, um, and that left a few choice targets mm-hmm. and one of them was Brent and the other was Christian. And then I think he mentions uh, Travis and Xavier as well are the people that he's sort of eyeing. Uh, n- he's labeled them as meatheads, which obviously they're all in shape, but it, again, it seems to be more, well, they seem to uh, like talking to attractive women. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I mean, we don't have, Jackson and Jack on this season. Right. That's for sure. Like, yeah. We don't have that brand of meathead. <laughs> Jackson. Imagine dropping Jackson and Mickey into this group. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why, but there's something about Mickey that it just like makes me laugh. M- Mickey was a, like, just the ways in which he was tropey, even down to, like, his problematic ways of being tropey, there, there is something somewhat humorous about it. Well, remember when I had to get canceled because I was like, you know what? I... Just everything aside, I like Mickey. <laughs> and then I have to be like, well, I'm the live feed. He said, oh, I didn't know that. 
that was a she he got the Grodner workup big time. Yeah. Um all right. First week, we got to get the first show episodes or the first <laughs> the first episode jitters out. A lot of ums, a lot of um yes. Uh 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 uh. So he talks to Brent. One of his targets. He seems pretty much just set on Christian yes. from the diary room. And he was set on Brent as well. Yes. At this point. Uh, so he asks Brent to, I think, come talk to him or whatever. They didn't really show like the impetus of it, but they spoke and it was awkward at first. Brent very cheesily <laughs> was like, well, first and foremost, I'd just like to say that I have a tremendous amount of admiration for your love for your family. It's not like he was in a job interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, they got into some personal stuff, family stuff, and seemed to, like, break the ice, and Frenchie likes Brent now. Yes. Uh, so that leaves him with Christian, maybe Xavier, uh, or maybe Travis. Yeah. Um, moving on, the wild card comp gets revealed. Which I have high hopes for. I do, too, and... We've set the stage a little bit, but I feel like I'm kind of maybe racing a little bit here. The stage is set or set. Frenchie's not going to nominate a woman. He doesn't like showmances. He doesn't like meatheads. He's pretty much set. He's not going to nominate anyone he came in the house with. He's not going to nominate anyone on his team because he can't. And so he's pretty much set on Christian, Brent, and then potentially... Xavier or Travis. That's it. Not a lot of options. Boom. Wild card comp. You wrote it down, so why don't you like get into the nitty-gritty of it? So the wild card comp with the three non-HOH teams, they have to pick one person to compete in this wild card comp. They have to agree on who it is. Um, in future weeks, you can't double up unless, I guess, teams might go on long enough where uh, people do have to double up. And if you guys can't come to a unanimous decision on who is going to compete, the show can randomly pick for them. And with this competition, the players that got picked were Hannah got picked randomly. Christian, because key moment here, as uh, the Kings were picking, Sarah Beth and Alyssa bring up Oh, well, Frenchie told us we were safe already. (laughs) And they didn't... This is big because this is where you start to see the cracks in Frenchie's strategy. You tell people too much and they talk. Mm -hmm. That's Big Brother. Mm -hmm. And here they are talking and Frenchie, major miscalculation, not thinking that people would talk to their teams. Oh, you know what? You know what the perfect comparison right now? Well, we'll get into it. Keep Um, going. So, major misfire on his part. Sarah Beth and Alyssa, of course, bring up in strategizing for this competition. Well, he said we're safe. Yeah. So, look at Frenchie and Xavier. Or, not Frenchie and Xavier. Christian and Xavier. Yeah. And it's like, well, one of you two should probably do it. And she said, I think, that Christian... They they seem to have an idea that Christian was a target. Yes. Um. So, Christian competing for Which, the Kings. Which, to be fair, the dreadlocks made him a target oh my god i mean 
I assume Twitter's mad about it. Granted, Tiffany gave them to well, him, it, so he just looks stupid. He looks stupid. Yes. Yeah. Um, he looked then, like uh, James Franco in Spring Breakers. Yes, he did. He did that. That movie. A lot of people uh, try and say it's like an artistic masterpiece. I thought it sucked. There were high hopes for that movie. Yeah, we thought it was gonna be Selena Gomez's movie, but yeah, and then it wasn't. <laughs> she like leaves halfway through. Yeah. Um, and then the final team the queens uh they just kind of hemmed and hawed over and then kyland was just like you know what like i kind of want to do it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, kyland still my guy might be a little dweeby yeah (laughs) has a little dweebiness to him um yeah i mean i think it's an interesting concept and i'm really already super excited about teams because a frenchie didn't factor it in when he was taking notes yep so he didn't think about it, like you said. And at first, I was we were thinking this is a wild episode because our opinion of Frenchie was on a roller coaster. Oh, completely. So when this happened, I was like, "Well, I mean, it's a mistake. It's a blunder. It's probably not fatal." Uh, but you know, we would prove to be wrong. Yeah. And <laughs> then when we get into the actual competition, I actually really liked the concept where it's a trashed hotel room from a party. And you have to find your phone wallet and keys in this room. How was Kylan? Kylan was saying uh, phone keys wallet or something like that. It's like everyone says phone wallet keys. Yeah, everyone says phone wallet keys. We all know the three pocket pat down. Mm-hmm. And I I just really liked the concept for this. And the other added element is there were a ton of like obstacles in the way and stuff. And microphones were set up. Decibels. Yes, microphones were set up to track how loud you were being. And that could penalize you. And we saw... <laughs> The three of them go through it. I don't know if you had any notes from the actual competition. <laughs> I was just thinking it'd be funny to just go in full Kool-Aid, man. Yes. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but the results ended up being with Kyland in third, Hannah in second, Christian wins. Pretty handily, too. Pretty handily. Christian showing he, he has kind of stud potential here. And the added twist to the wildcard comp is that you spin a wheel to see how many members of your team are kept safe. And is that just this week or is that every week? Um, Because they sort of imply that there's like a thing attached. Yes. Uh, maybe I, that was it. Maybe we can't say for sure. We're going to have to wait a week. But um, so Christian spins it, can only keep one person safe. Xavier. Other guy. Smart. Technically guaranteed safety from the first four, but that may have been the weakest safety guarantee. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was big too because you can already see Cody's week one. Oh my god! And not it's, last year's it's Cody. Exact. Not it's, last year's Cody. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, Cody. Um, Victim noises, Cody. Cody. Yes, because it's really the exact same thing. They both kind of came in fixed with like a both former military guys. Yes, yes, former military like. And they were fixed on kind of just hating someone. <laughs> yeah. Much. Like he hated Christian. Cody hated Paul mm-hmm. and tunnel vision mindset. And they get screwed by it. Yes. So this is where the roller coaster plummeted to our deaths. We're no longer team Frenchie in the course of one podcast. Who picked Frenchie Terrence? Yes, he did <laughs> pick one. His one, one LOL. Um, also right now, I'm already getting vibes. Derek X is Casey. 
Derek X. Uh, we don't. We don't know how he can c- compete in comps yet. Yes, strong episode one because we didn't see him that much. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but he seemed to be hanging out with people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is where we really start to see the cracks in Frenchie's strategy, and he starts to pretty much lose his mind. Yes, I. I think. I actually think like Cody may have done this, where it was like the mm-hmm. pacing around the house and just like. Kind of side-eyeing everyone. And, you know, what was wild, though, usually we'll get a diary room or someone, you know, a producer probably asks a question that kind of prompted it. It's like, man, chill out, Frenchie. Like, we see you pacing. They were just talking about him, and yeah. in their group's like, yeah, Frenchie's, like, bugging right in now. In the worst moment, the group talking about how Frenchie was bugging, he goes up to the door to listen, and Tiffany opens the door. And then he walked in, too. And, yeah. was, and he didn't say anything, and then just walked out. Yeah. I mean, pretty much once I saw that, it was like, it's over. Yeah, no, it's done. It's over um, for him. Granted, there could be potential. Of course, there's always potential of like, somehow he just skates by for a few weeks. But sure. I, I think Frenchie will get taken out pretty quick. He could also win POVs probably. Yes. Um, But while he's bugging, he basically notices that... uh the young people are flirting yeah <laughs> and keys in on Alyssa, and in a group of like 10 people asked only Alyssa if anyone had approached her for an alliance it seemed like he asked the group but he didn't talk to anyone else yeah at least not that we saw and uh she basically she said no which was true except yeah. her uh team which you know she could have like not said that but it's kind of just a given yeah i know um, and then they cut to the diary room, and uh, Frenchie's just pissed that Christian and Alyssa seem to like each other. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of making me like Christian more because it's like, why is he this keyed in on him? I mean, Christian seems like a d bag. Yeah, but doesn't mean like we've liked the d bag guy some years. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, like, and there, there technically is still potential for that with christian i think we've sure. even had that talk where it's like you can be a douche but like still likable yes <laughs> um but i don't know frenchy just completely this week broke him we see we see it every year hoh syndrome mm-hmm. you lose your mind when you have this power and you can completely destroy your game if you let it go to your head and I believe he did. So we get to the nominations, and we really didn't know what to expect. But he did say in the diary room that he was going to go after Alyssa, basically. Mm-hmm. He implied it. He put up Kyland, which was a shock, and Alyssa. And it's all because Frenchie had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Frenchie had a dream about catching a big fish and to catch a big fish you gotta use bait yes and then he basically and then he said kyland i only put you up so i would have a strong competitor to make sure that we get our target out like one of the most aggressive first week nominations i've ever seen yes it really it really lacked so much social like adeptness it's very funny how we always talk about no i want a disruptor let's that's an interesting strategy. Go for the strong people first. But it, you know, a lot of times the strong people have good social games, whatever. People don't like that. 
They don't yeah. want to see you go out from their way. You go after the people that no one like really has talked to. Yeah, it just kind of works. I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird because then you do run into problems down the road. It's true from an early game strategy. Um, I like I like the idea that someone like Frenchie wants wants to be a disruptor. Having that role in the game is good. But I I mean, none of us are picking Frenchie to win. No, <laughs> week one. It really is just about making friends. It is. And that's why being an HOH can be really good because everyone wants to be your friend. But he squandered it. Take the big shot week two. You can do it that early. You can. But, um, it should have just been Sarah Beth and Travis. You guys were picked last. Yeah, so that's Sunday's episode. So I don't know. What are we thinking so far? I'm. I had high hopes just from the intro episode. Kind of based on nothing. I just thought we had like a solid crew yeah and this sunday episode i thought was awesome yeah i think we have a solid crew i'm a little bummed i thought that frenchie had some potential as you know a good a good player yeah and that we were wrong but it's kind of also hilarious so (laughs) yeah it's good when we have an episode like this and i'm thinking to next week's episode which will probably be wednesday uh no i'm talking podcast mm. which will uh, come out friday morning that's when we'll do uh whose house is in anyways and yes and uh, i'm thinking for that ranking. recording even though we'll have gone through the whole week it's like i want terrence's thoughts <laughs> on this th- sunday episode mm-hmm. yeah we <laughs> if only terrence <laughs> could give his thoughts <laughs> on a podcast now terrence had a very legitimate reason for not being here right now. yeah um but uh yeah so i mean i think that wraps up episode one of podcast of veto stick with us we're gonna keep recapping discussing and analyzing every episode um planning on one episode a week again friday morning we'll be uh on your favorite podcast app talking about big brother uh, all three of us and uh yeah we look forward to a great season i'm looking forward to the rest of the season feels good to be back <laughs> do we have a uh a julie chen quote to close uh, and remember, empathy and nostalgia are very powerful tools in advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, house guests.